Does that make sense? Like, really, guys, does that make sense? Podcast. Hey, guys, thanks for checking out the Does That Make Sense podcast. I got a special guest with me today, world traveler, entrepreneur. She does a lot. She's a healer, uh, raw-based vegan. Like, she, she's been, been helping me with my uh with my nutrition with my diet with my with my transition into going vegan and and a lot of stuff and i got tiara travels here with me how you doing i'm amazing how are you i'm doing great i'm doing great so we were were just talking and what i really wanted to talk about with this episode is your journey like you have an amazing story about like what you've been through, not what you've been through, but your travels over the past like 10, 10, 15 years and where you've been and, and all that type of stuff. I know it's some crazy stories that, that I haven't heard about yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really what I wanted to get into. So you said like recently you just said you started traveling at 16 years old. Correct. 16 like, on the plane. how did your folks like just let you just go so i feel like i've been pretty independent most of my life and mm-hmm. making decisions for myself most of my life so when i decided to travel it wasn't like i was i wanted to do anything bad mm-hmm. it was just very different so my family hadn't been exposed to anyone that wanted to do that so it was new it was scary but they trusted me and they trusted that I wanted to, that I was fulfilling something that I really wanted to do. So, they, was it like, was it was it your first trip? Like, hey, I'm going back to Puerto Rico to to live with grandma or something like that. <laughs> it was kind of like that. I really wanted to volunteer. I really mm. wanted to give back, and I felt like more of a, a spiritual belonging back in Africa. Um, so it was more like. What you mean? It, there was just a calling. There was a calling, and then there was an opportunity that followed up mm-hmm. to go back. So I accepted. Okay, so sixteen. Where where was your first place? Afri- Africa. Oh, yeah. Straight there. <laughs> wow. Yes. What part of Africa? I went to Ghana, West y- Africa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By you? Did you know anyone there? No. So I went with an organization, but I met them there. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then how long were you in Africa? I was there for two months. You was in Ghana for two months? Mm-hmm. And where did you go from there? Did you come back home? I came back home. I had to finish high school. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you came back. You went. You can't finish high school. Then you're back. You're back out. You're back traveling. Yeah, so then I did a, a few more countries before I went back to the continent of Africa. So I like studied abroad a few times mm-hmm. in the Middle East, took advantage of um, school opportunities where I didn't have to pay to go out. And then um, after I graduated, I was like, mm, I could get a job or I can go go back to Africa. And I went back. <laughs> so so do you do you count how many like countries you've been to like all over? I don't count, but um, there are a few things that I've applied for that require me to say how many countries I've visited, really? so I do know the number. Okay. Yeah. What's the number? Uh, 52. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What type of stuff you got to apply for there? So recently I did Global Entry, and they asked, and they asked regions that you've been to because there are some, mm-hmm. um, you know, some, some places that maybe they wouldn't, they would deny me Global mm-hmm. Entry. 
Um, and also uh, things like Peace Corps. When I did Peace Corps, they asked about how many countries. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So out of all the countries that you've been to, which ones would you say is like, is like you probably, I would say like you learned the most about yourself? Ooh, what a great question. <laughs> what a wonderful question. I would say, wow, what a beautiful question. I would say definitely a country that I spent an extensive amount of time in. So many of the countries that I visited, I've lived in. Uh And I was taken away from everything that, every material thing that I'm used to. So then you really get to know yourself, right? Mm -hmm. I would say a country that I learned about myself the most in had to be Mozambique. Mm-hmm. Um, Southern Africa and reason being because I was in a village um, I didn't have any of the um, the the addictions so like the sugar addiction there was no okay. you know candy out there you know um, I was eating um, um, dairy at the time we didn't have access to cheese you know just the, you mm-hmm. know the simple pleasures yeah um, but also I didn't have access to my friends I was in a different time zone than my family so it was like I was out there by myself with a group of people who did I didn't speak the same language as uh-huh. so it was really it was really a time for me a time for reflection um and and I got to see how how much initiative I would take to um build a community around that or 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 look within myself that's when I got into meditation mm-hmm. that's when I got into healing in general because there were so many herbs around me there was so many so much um there was an abundance of natural fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, and then I was around my favorite thing, which is children. You okay. Know? Yeah. What What were you in there, out there for? Was Peace Corps. The Peace Corps? Yep. That's where I did the Peace Corps. So how old were you when you were in uh, Mozambique? I was about 26. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But how was, how was that? Like, you, you definitely touched on a lot of stuff just talking about Mozambique, but how was that when you were like... I want to take it back, right? So you're saying 16, 18, boom, you you do that. You're out. Like the first time when you went to, when you you decided, like, I'm not coming back. I just want to stay out, right? Mm -hmm. So what was, like, how, what are you thinking at that time? Like, that's not, like, for you, you were, let's say you're in mid-20s, right? So early Mm -hmm. 20s. Most of the time when you're in that age, you, like, you want to, party you want to turn up you want to have like you want to have different type of lifestyle right Mm -hmm. you want to you're chasing something Mm -hmm. so what was it for you that was like i would just rather go away it was connecting with culture um being of mixed background i definitely had like an identity crisis growing up Mm-hmm. because I was often forced to pick one or the other, but never feeling like I belonged to one. And um, just African culture wow. is just so beautiful. Just mm-hmm. so at least the, the villages that I've been in and the people I've interacted with were never judgmental. It was like, oh, she's just, she's black, you mm-hmm. know, you know, uh, come on home. And, and, and it didn't matter. You know what I mean? And so I guess the sense of belonging and the culture and just like chill people just like you know there it wasn't fast paced as it is here mm-hmm. just a whole different vibe everything about the culture the people the food um kept calling me back yeah so how how damn that that <laughs> because 
it's two things involved with that, right? Just up and leaving. It's like your level of of fear of fearlessness is different, right? Because you're like, I don't care. I want to connect with this, and I'm gonna just do it, right? Your family's probably like, you're crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> My mom still says it. Oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So it's like all that, but you learned so much about yourself, and you would even be who you are today if you never even thought about absolutely doing all of that so that's kind of that's crazy in a sense where it's just like because looking at it now right so i'm thinking about like your whole traveling for 10 years right so at the same time it's like you're away from you're not away from the modern world though right is it is it like that it's not like sometimes some villages Uh there will be like outages um electricity outages or like food i mean sorry um also food shortages and and water you know limited uh-huh. water yeah for sure but i like that stuff <laughs> you like you like living in that type of environment yeah removed from everything remove also removed from toxicity you know uh-huh. physical and spiritual and like you know just it just feels better it feels like a it's a it's definitely a higher frequency you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was it any times like when you was in these different places where you was like, damn, I uh, I miss America or like I don't want to like I want a burger or something. For sure. Not a burger because I've been vegan for 15 <laughs> years, but <laughs> pizza maybe before then. Um, definitely. There are those times. There are those times. And then I get uh-huh. back and I'm like, oh, I miss Africa, mm-hmm. you know. So what what would you do like in Africa for like for fun? Um, each, I would say each place has their own vibe. Each country has their own vibe. Um, and my idea of fun could be like a beach party okay, or it could be, um, doing something adventurous, safari, um, going to the beach, doing all types of like fun, um, outdoor activities. Mm -hmm. Um, they have lots, they have lots of the same things we do. Um, they do cookouts. They may call it something different, but they, they also do it. Mm-hmm. Um, getting together with friends. They do lots of the same things that we do. Concerts. Mm. Okay. So with, with um, you said like stuff about like your identity earlier, right? So you mm. said like you had trouble when you was younger. You had to pick a side. Meaning in Philly, you, you grew up in Philly or you grew up? Yep. Mm. Okay. North Philly. So in Philly... People would probably say you're Puerto Rican, right? So that's, but you felt like, so what do you, explain that to me. Right? Yeah, because. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm Haitian, <laughs> so it's like, I did, it's it's a, it's different. So yeah. it's like, it's not like I'm mixed. So I never dealt with, with right. that. I, yeah, so my mom's side is Puerto Rican. So we're Afro-Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say Afro-Taino. Um, and then on my dad's side, we're African-American. So when I was with my mom's side, where we're mixed skin colors, um, and my, but my community was all lighter skin, I was like, oh, she's a black girl. She's a black girl. You know, and there, mm-hmm. it, it was like a badge of shame, you know, growing up because it was like, oh, she's a dirty black with girl. Your, with your family. With my, with my community, the, the people in my community, my so-called friends. You know, on in the block North Philly. in North Philly. Yeah. What part of North Philly is it? West Kensington. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Puerto Rican. Call it Guala Guala Land, Badlands, Poppy Land. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they was calling you black. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh wow! I would mm-hmm. pass you as as Rican, but call that what you was. And then on my um, on my dad's side, my 
siblings would like say like oh dirty puerto rican it was yeah it was mean (laughs) you know but it came full circle because Uh my brother apologized like a few years ago and was like oh i just wish that i had lighter skin or curlier hair really yeah came full circle it was really it was really deep that really like affected you that absolutely so i didn't feel like i belonged in either one because Uh both sides were like oh no you don't belong here Uh you know how are you how are you spanish you're so dark-skinned you know but that that obviously comes from miseducation yeah so why didn't you or did you go to like puerto rico and like find like your 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 connect with your with your with your native land over there in puerto rico or you just wanted to go straight to africa i wanted to go to africa because i look black so i had convinced myself well my community had convinced me so i convinced myself that i'm not puerto rican you know it's just Mm -hmm. you know um because my mom is my complexion you know my grandma is darker than me but turns out we're from nigeria that's why oh yeah so we're indigenous okay and also from nigeria um i just felt like africa would accept me honestly uh-huh. yeah and i didn't think puerto rico would i didn't start considering my hispanic taino indigenous roots until like recent years really mm-hmm. damn so you went to you've been to Nigeria, I'm guessing, right? No, I haven't yet, but that will be a very special <laughs> trip. I've been to Ghana though. You've been to Ghana, that's real. Which close. is where my father's side is from. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. So you're saying your Puerto Rican side originally comes from Nigeria? Nigeria, correct. Okay, okay, okay. So in Mozambique, right? Mm-hmm. In Mozambique, you how long were you in Mozambique for? I was there for a little over a year. Little over a year with nothing. Nada. Zero communication to the outside world. There was some. Mm-hmm. There was just not. It, it just wasn't the best. So okay. you get frustrated and you're just like, forget it. I'll just mm-hmm. do be in the present. You know. So with 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 well, with being in Mozambique, you say you learned about the healing. You learned about like meditation okay. and all that type of stuff. So was that like normal? practice for them out there or was it more so like you stumbled across it i wouldn't say that it's normal i wouldn't say that i've experienced much of the mental health aspect of things to be common out there however there were certain things that they were doing that i wanted to implement um such as just like taking things slower you know taking it taking it easy understanding people more just less of a rush than what we have here. And for me, that was imperative for my mental health because I used to speak really fast, you know, get through things really fast, high anxiety, Mm -hmm. you know. um, And I just learned to slow down, reflect, and really change my attitude towards a lot of things because I had the opportunity to slow down. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) No, because it's still... It's like still super like fascinating and cool that like you just left for ten years and just was like Yeah. I'm out. I'm and still, I wanna go back. <laughs> back to uh anywhere. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. For how long? I mean I I would love to live abroad again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Years. Doesn't matter to me. So what was the best place you you've been at? I love this question so much. Because I get to <laughs> brag about my favorite place. So my type of vibe is chill. Uh-huh. So it's important that I'm like chilling, relaxed, but also adventure when I want it, you know? Okay. So Dubai was cool for like 
high fun and like party all the time mm-hmm. at that age. But if I had to go back to a place now, I would definitely say Zanzibar in Tanzania, which is Eastern Africa. Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Zanzibar is that a that's a country or it's that's an, like it's a bar? an island. It's okay. an island, um, part of um, Tanzania. Gotcha, gotcha. What what did you like about that so much? It was just beautiful. It, it was beautiful island. The people were just so relaxed. Uh, very lots of culture. Mm-hmm. Lots of um, it was. A, there was a beautiful art scene. Uh, there was like um, they have. They just come together to come together as a community a lot. I love that. I love seeing like um, older African architecture is what you find out there. Mm-hmm. You know, dirt roads, um, the food. I don't know if I mentioned the food already, but the food was amazing. So fresh, uh, just a very chill vibe. And also down the street, if you wanted to go to a um, beach party, you know, you could do that. It was just mm-hmm. so many things to do and, you know, just lots to do, lots to see, lots of culture, but chill and great people. So how how long, because I know now you don't drink, right? You don't. Right. How long is has that been the whole time or? Yeah, I was never a drinker. Yeah. 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 So even like. So it's just I know in, in in islands right. So I've traveled before, been to Jamaica. I haven't been to fifty fifty one just <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet. Just a couple, just a couple. But um, it's more so with my travels though. It's like yeah, at the resort or yeah, right. like in uh, a villa or Airbnb mm-hmm. somewhere where like you need your Wi Fi hooked up. Right, you need, right. You need that. You've been to places where you're in the middle of a jungle, a village where you said there's no water. Right. There, there's so with 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 all of that, right? So I feel like your 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 life at that time was just like one big adventure. And were you scared at any point? <laughs> there were plenty of times where my life was in danger. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, there were times that I was scared for sure. There, there are many stories, um, but I'm here to tell them. (laughs) (laughs) I did not notice at all. I I had no idea. Mm -hmm. In Africa? All over. I have stories for all over. I've been kicked out of countries. I've been held hostage. Yeah. I've been unfortunately like drugged. Oh man, but yeah, I can. I can wow! Say, I'll, I'll I'll do it all again. <laughs> crazy <laughs> enough, I'll do it all again. You know, it's crazy. I don't think about like you're traveling by yourself and you're a woman too, right? You're you're small, yep. skinny, so it's like, what are you doing here? I, I'm I'm assuming exactly. what these people are are thinking. So, mm-hmm. what happened? Like, give me. Give, yeah. Who is this woman? What is she doing in my yeah, village? Yeah, it's like that sounds. So what what would you say like the scariest one was? The scariest one is the when one I was... you thought like damn I didn't say I didn't talk to my mom in a couple of days. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. The one when I was held hostage, I really thought I was gonna die that night. Wow. Yeah. What what happened there? Very long story. Cut short. I will explain. <laughs> <laughs> so backstory: I was living in Dubai. Um, and I had a bunch of friends. So the school that I went to, there were lots of presidents' kids. So. Mm-hmm. That was like the norm. Diplomats, kids, presidents, kids, CEOs, kids. 
And I had um, become friends with the a, pre- a president's kid. Okay. And um, I kept in contact with them throughout the years. And it was two brothers. And I kept in contact with them throughout the years. When I was living in Mozambique, they were living in South Africa. And they were going to school out there. So I was like, hey, let me go. Um, I'm going to go for my uh, winter holiday to go mm-hmm. visit them. So I went to visit them. And, um, in South Africa. In South Africa, okay. yeah. They're not from there. They were just going to school there. Okay. So they get caught up into some um, media frenzies and, and they're like paparazzi is like following them. And so their mom is like, please chill. Like your dad is under a lot of pressure. You know, he was a, there was about to be a coup. Mm-hmm. Um, so mom was like, please chill. And they weren't chilling. And um, next thing we know, well, let me back up. So it was my last night there and they were like, Tierra, you are like not going to drink. You're not going to smoke. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm cool. Like I had never smoked in my life and I barely drank. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, just smoke some weed with us. It's your last night. And so I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward, uh, weed ends up saving my life. I'll tell you about wow. it. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> shout out. Right. <laughs> shout out to the Kush. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fast forward, I'm smoking, and next thing I know, a woman and a bunch of men walk in. And so I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. But I'm like so high. So I'm like, oh, this is a great feeling. I, I don't know these people. Let me mind my business. So I uh, find out that it's their mother. She uh-huh. had flown in on a private jet from her, her country. Wow. To, from like, Dubai? From, no, she's from a different country. Okay. She, she, flown, she had flown in to... Um, to get the boys because they were just acting crazy. And um, she was just like, we can't have this. Mm-hmm. So she comes rushing in the room and I'm like too high to, to even notice that she's there. And then I just see everybody leave out. And so I'm like, what's happening? But I'm like, I'm going to mind my business. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know, messing with any of the guys. Um, but there was a video that went viral about, uh, and the caption was like, American girl influences guys. But that was all uh, uh, influences president's son. Wow. You know. But I'm like, if you know me, I'm the most innocent person ever. But they just wanted something to say. So, um, yeah, everybody leaves out the room. And then she comes up to me and she goes, and you. And she grabs a bottle, uh, a bottle of Ace. And she hits me in the chin with it. And I literally still have the wow. mark to this day. Right. So, yeah, so we we rush out the room. The, the there, were secret, there were secret servicemen that were with her. Uh-huh. They rushed me out the room and they're like, go, go, go. So I'm like literally walking with my chin, you know, busted. busted. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'm holding it up. And I'm like, I need to, you know, get to um, a hospital because mm-hmm. it was like literally open. So I get up to another, um, like a, a room because we were in a hotel at the time. So I get up to another room and I go to call an ambulance and they give me trouble. So I call the police and they're like, oh, this woman has diplomatic immunity. We don't want anything to do with her. So wow. they did not come. So then I called the U.S. Embassy. And the ambassador's like, stop playing on my phone. And he hung up on me. Really? And I'm thinking, I know it's kind of hard to believe that a president's wife is holding me hostage. But it's true. I <laughs> promise. It's true. So I end up having to call the Peace Corps. And they didn't know I was down there. Uh-huh. Um, so... They were like, oh, you're where? Okay. So, but there was a location, there was an office in South Africa. Okay. So they were able to call the embassy and be like, listen, Tierra's not lying. Go get her. Mm-hmm. So they had to sneak me out of the, out of the apartment because they were searching for us because we had been held hostage. We were being held hostage. And so the embassy 
And the ambassador had to sneak me out. Uh-huh. That's how much power this woman has. Um, so, yeah. So then they were like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I'm not going to press charges because Shit. at the end of the day, that's my friend's mom. Yeah. You know, no matter how cuckoo. Um, so, yeah. So they were like, okay, well, you can go home. So the next day I was on a flight home. <laughs> and I was like, mom. <laughs> how long? How long is that? Like, how long were you like, it was a night is a day? Yeah. So. I was scheduled to be in the Peace Corps for two years. So that was after year one, right? So it was all night that that was going on. I had to go to hospital, get stitches mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everything. And then um, I woke up in the morning to have the interview and they were like, okay, well, your flight is tonight. I was Damn. like, dang, I'm supposed to do another year here. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? They kicked you out? <laughs> yep, kicked me straight out. <laughs> but I went back the next week. Damn. To South Africa. Yep. And what happened to them boys? Um... They're, I mean, they're still living their beautiful lives. I mm. guess I'm not. I'm no longer in touch. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. They was about to get you. Yeah, Shoot. they were. Yeah, they were. I don't know, but we'll never know. Yeah, you're good now. You you made it out. Is there any like um situations that happen like in the in the villages? Like I know with um. You see, I don't know for sure, right? I just read and like <laughs> watch videos. You be like, I know they be crazy <laughs> yeah. out there. Oh, you been? Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I know, but like at times when you watching movies and oh, who's this American girl? Oh, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like they come to a village. I guess I watch too much like weird stuff like that. <laughs> where it's like that's funny. Um, I wouldn't say anything crazy happened. I I've heard stories. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say anything crazy happened. They're normally like, they're curious about you because you're someone new, a new face to the community, and mm-hmm. normally they know everyone. Um, but it's the safest I've honestly ever felt. You yeah. know, they just mind their business. They just chill. They just go about their business. You know, they got they got to tend to the farm. They got to mm-hmm. cook dinner. You mm-hmm. know, they're not they're not really worried about you. You know, Damn. but they're very open if you want to have dinner with them or if you you know what I mean. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. always invite you in. But for the most part, they mind their business. Do you feel like that's a big difference between like the countries? Like any, like you've been to fifty some fifty one countries, right. so it's like you feel like that's a difference that you notice all over the world. Like, are more people like more welcoming than like in America? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's kind of like I wouldn't say all of America because the South is super, yeah, South super is friendly. Different. Mm-hmm. I would say it's like the South. Um, they're not gonna. Well, the kids will like openly come up to you, but the mm-hmm. adults, like I said, they just mind their business. But if you go up to them, mm-hmm. from my experience, now there are 54 countries and I've only been to about 12. From my experience as an African-American woman, they've been very welcoming to me. 54 countries, you talking about in Africa? In Africa, yes. Okay. Is, so you've been to 12 mm-hmm. in Africa. So you, you've been like Europe. Right. Places out there, Asia, the Middle, Asia East. Middle East, and Central and South America. What places have you been in the Middle East? So I lived in Dubai. Uh-huh. I've been to Oman, which is a neighboring country. I've been to Lebanon. Um, where else have I been? Man, I tend to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to. I should have put my passport in. Um, yeah, your yeah, passport's different. Mainly countries surrounding, like the Gulf Coast mm-hmm. around Dubai and stuff. Dang. So, with with all your travels, right, with everywhere you've been, what is 
the one place that you you would recommend to anybody like you gotta go here before you leave this earth one place if or I had two. to say broad it would be Africa in general just try to get to Africa get your feet on that soil it's just so different it's just so different um, and then don't go with American eyes you know just go with no expectations because you're gonna be disappointed if you go with American eyes um what do you mean by American eyes? Uh, where's the electricity? Um, you know, this is dirty or this is inconvenient or this doesn't happen when it's supposed to. You know, very, um, very. What? I don't got service. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> where's the Wi-Fi? You know, I've heard that. That's why I, uh, I seldom take people on trips with me. Uh-huh. Um, but in particular, I mean, I love it all. I love it all. But South Africa is dope because it has a broad range of um, of things to do there. And you can find a little bit of America in South Africa. You can find some, mm-hmm. you know, you can find a lot of things there. In South Africa? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go to South Africa. No? Why? Because... Um... Because you said you could find America in... <laughs> oh, but that's only one part. That's uh-huh. only one part. But they still have Well, like beautiful... the capital? Uh, not the capital, but close. So, Johannesburg. Okay, that's yeah. like more modern and... Right, right. Okay. But then you can also find villages. You can find, you know, one of the largest slums in the world there. Mm-hmm. You know, so down the street. Have you been to Africa recently? The last time I was there was 2018. Okay. Have you heard about, like, China buying up a lot of Africa? Yeah, I see it. You see it? I seen it. For real? Mm-hmm. While you was out there? Oh, yeah. What is it like? For me, because I consider myself like a humanitarian, okay. it's hard to see. And it's um, it makes me angry mm. um, because they're forcing a lot in the school districts, in the schools, um, learning the language. And they're putting a lot of um, students, they're, they're sending a lot of students out there, kind of like the Peace Corps, but of of uh, many Asian countries like Japan and China mm-hmm. to teach them the language. Like Chinese? Chinese, Chinese exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are buying up the land. So what I saw with my own eyes was um, uh, a an area of land, which I, after asking like the community members what this was about, basically there was an area of land and um, a an investor from China said, okay, I'll purchase this land and I'll, I'm going to purchase this land and build a school on top, but I get to keep anything that's underneath all those natural Wait, resources. Yeah, exactly. So let's say a school costs 500,000 to build, which is a lot, but let's mm-hmm. just say, but there are millions of natural resources underneath. So that's what happens there. Wow. They say, we want this land. We'll take whatever's under, but we'll build you this. They do that with railroads, with uh-huh. schools, with buildings. Absolutely. Yeah. So when are they going to start getting the stuff underneath? I guess whenever they, they want. do it. Yeah, they do it. They do it all the time. Before they begin building? Before they begin building, yeah. Wow. And they're just... So what's like oil, gold? Yeah, there's oil, there's gold. There's uh, lots of um, diamonds, Mm -hmm. rubies. Um, In the area that I was in, there was lots of rubies. Um, There's everything. There's everything. Lots of gold and lots of oil. Do you feel like it's more so corruption or is it like just China trying to take over the world? Both. <laughs> In my opinion, it's both. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, I got I, the. 
I've heard about it, right? So I read, I've read about it. I've read a book about China taking over the world. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. It was it called uh, China Second Continent? No, I think it's called like China takes over, like oh, when okay. China takes over the world okay. or something yeah. like that. I, like it's literally called that. So that's that's interesting because right there, that play that they're doing is not like a right now, right? It's, right. You're not going to see the effects. We might not right. even see the effects in our lifetime, but mm-hmm. it's like more so. Okay, we got this. They're setting up China too, right? Yes. So it's like, yeah, but they're thinking. The, the the interesting part, right, is like they're thinking about that, right? right. They have the power, they have the, the 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 ability to just be like, Oh man, they're not using this over exactly. here. Exactly. They're not using this. Let what what they're fighting they're fighting over money. They need they want money. Right. We'll give you the money, give me what you got. Exactly. And it's just that's crazy. That's a um but that that aspect right that aspect happens with african americans now it's right? the same thing it's the same exact same, thing. same exact thing so that's damn that's kind of crazy isn't it yeah isn't it <laughs> just a little hit sad. Like, yeah. yeah it just hit like wow wow we see it we see it and everywhere. like you can't even blame a lot of, a lot of people living out there because it's like Okay, they're giving me food to eat, mm-hmm. you know, because they're dumping a lot of food. And I use the, the term business dumping. They're dumping a lot of food out there um, that is not um, that is not ethical mm-hmm. and food that is not healthy or safe to eat, you know, mm-hmm. but they're just they're interested in just like flooding the markets out there, which is sad. So they're giving like the stuff that we eat out here basically yeah like like fake rice lots yeah lots yeah i've eaten fake rice out there by accident not knowing really when did you find out um i think we did like a a flammable test oh yeah yeah yeah, because i had seen something online that was like um an Mm -hmm. article that said how to tell because there 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 was an article about uh the chinese selling fake rice in african nations and um and a country in Europe flooding the market, the South African market with chickens. Why do we Fake need chickens? chickens? No, the real chickens, but like farmers have chickens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I decided to do my own test on the rice. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. what, what is it like plastic? Um, it's, it's a mixture of things, but plastic is in it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. I know. That is crazy. What do you do? That's that's where I'm at. Like, what? Okay, what what can I do? You know? Yeah, it's really in a in a especially, it's really comes down to like the people in power. But it's like they niggas want money too. So it's like exactly what can exactly. you do? It's like a big circle that I don't even want to get really deep into it because yep. <laughs> that could be a a whole different world. So with everything. Yeah, I appreciate your your stories. Like, yeah, <laughs> Mozambique. I gotta go to Africa with you. Yes, soon come. Live live in a village and uh, and it was it like what? So the heat out there is different, right? The heat is is it? I, yeah, right. So <laughs> it's different. You you experience different things. It just seems like a great a great time to um. I do want to visit Africa for the same reasons where you like you want to see like your 
you want to touch the ground you want to touch the soil where, yes. where they say everything started at so that's any final takes you had definitely go if your children want to go try to have try to make a way for them to go it's beautiful it's healing there are so many lessons to be learned out there the world is beautiful do not please do not be confined to wherever you are from there, there is a beautiful world and it is safe it is very safe i traveled as a black woman from teens to um 30 next week um <laughs> it's a beautiful world please do not be afraid yeah that that is because if you go off a of tv you go off of like right. what you see online you know what's interesting about that though what's that the tv out there says the same thing about here really it's like America's not really safe. Like, my friends are like, they always check in with me. Like, are you okay? Because there's a lot going on out really? there. Really? Yeah. Oh, so they get like... Damn. For Isn't that real? interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, with you being... All right, sorry. So, with you being in like all these other different countries, right? So, you was in Africa. How many years were you in Africa for? Out of your 10 travel years? On and years? off, I would say five, six. Five, six years. Okay. So... You said the TV out there portrays America. So what years, you said 10 years ago was that? 2011. So you're probably getting all the Black Lives Matter stuff that's going right, on. Right, All of the... So that it's like, is it safe for black people out there? Like, should I go? Should I cancel my flight? Like, wow. yeah, for sure. I've gotten that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, and that's because everything that happens is such big because it's a huge thing. Like, right. with us news about like afghanistan or the major stuff that happens out there where in other places of that country might not even be it's chilling yeah yeah so so we're 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 like for example like when it happens over here in america let's say it happens in um st louis right Mm -hmm. so it happens in st louis but the world is seeing that like this is america that's the whole place exactly exactly gotcha. i remember being in dubai during uh the rise or the popularization of isis and mm-hmm. people back home would be like tira you okay and i'm like yeah i'm chilling <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about you know and i never i never yeah. experienced any anything you know negative mm-hmm. yeah that's that's interesting i never i never heard that before yeah but that makes sense because when you say everything is so i was listening to something earlier right when they they was talking about like um this pit like the picture that they painted of africa for us is like kids with flies on them all that type of stuff like it's like that's the picture that they painted for sure when we were younger and someone someone um when i was listening to it they was like they're asking us for for these cents on a dollar right to give to mm-hmm. to africa but there's someone out there taking a video for like, sure for sure like, that can give it to them. yeah yeah so oh, that's true that's that's how they paint the picture but i know that was a little uh <laughs> a little tangent <laughs> right there real, but mm-hmm. that that is kind of crazy damn so you're saying travel to africa you, everyone needs to absolutely absolutely Go somewhere. Get out. Get out. It's a beautiful world. You'll see how brainwashed America can try to make you, you know? Mm. Well, thanks for checking (laughs) out the episode, guys. I appreciate you. Catch you next time.
makes sense for 100%, and everybody knows that. Podcast. You, you don't need somebody's attention just to get it. What the heck? Are you recording that?